Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls of all ages, welcome to the Goat Channel Podcast. Time to talk the Super Bowl. We're not going to be talking about how I won any money, but we are going to talk about the Super Bowl. It Winning money didn't go well. Uh, I don't know. I don't really know what to say, you know, like... I didn't lose a terrible amount because I won a few bets here and there, but overall, just not great. Um, that's all I can say. Just not a great betting day. I had the Rams, but I didn't think they would. I didn't think Cincy would cover. I guess I should have went Cincy money line, but or Cincy spread and I I don't know I just didn't feel like they were going to cover I really felt like the Rams were going to win and honestly if OBJ would have stayed in I think that was I think I still think that's a possibility I really do so I don't think it was a bad bet necessarily um I just think some health things happened and you know, we'll go through the game a little bit and talk about it, but the Rams won the Super Bowl. They're Super Bowl champions. Only won by three, but they are Super Bowl champions, which so winning by three doesn't mean anything to them. They win by one, they're good. So, as far as that goes, Super Bowl champions, uh, Rams. And, you know, they play pretty well. But, it really felt like the Bengals should have won that game after halftime. Like, it just, well, it felt like either offensive lines struggled in the second half. And both of them just struggled. But it really did feel like Joe Burrow was going to get his moment there. Like, it just felt like it was going to be his moment. And in all honesty... I believe Zach Taylor made some bad calls. Like, I just feel like at the end of that game, and I guess we can go through the whole game, but, like, let's talk about the the key possession real quick. It was the fourth quarter. You know, last, like, few seconds. I don't even know how many seconds are left on the clock. Maybe 40 or something like that. 30. I think it was 30. The issue with me was you have third and one. Okay, so if you're going to run it the first time, that's a perfectly fine play call. There's nothing wrong with running it the first time. But if you're going to be about a half a yard short or inches short, I think you have to run it the second time. My opinion, I would have went third and one pass and seen what was there, and then maybe even came back with a fourth and one pass. Or because your passing games, what? I mean, it was working. It was working right then. Like you would have been fine with having the ball in Joe Burrow's hands both plays. I don't think you run it and then you pass it, especially when you're trying to keep time on the clock to score a touchdown and win it. So I think the play calling was the issue on that last last plays, honestly. I, I believe the Cincinnati Bengals at least could have got a field goal. Um, like, I have no doubt they could have at least got a field goal. Um, 
But their play and calling just wasn't it. I also think that the booth should have reviewed that first down. Now, I know it wasn't a first down, but I do believe it would have been in quarterback sneak territory if they would have moved it up. Because it looked like there was a little bit... It looked like they got like a few more inches um, than they actually gave them. So there was a, there was a few. I thought there was a little bit of controversy at the end there, um, in my opinion on it. But other than that, we'll start from the game and kind of talk about it a little bit. So we started out, you know. And the commercials were good. If you like Super Bowl commercials, I thought they were pretty good. Expensive from what I hear. Like $7 million a spot or something crazy is what Pat McAfee had said on his show. And that is insane. Um, I know they make millions. I know they send millions out. I know they you got to spend millions, make millions. You know all that concept and stuff, but... Pretty crazy. Um, but speaking of it, let's get to it here. We start out, and it looks like the Rams, okay, they're going to run down the field and score. That's fine. You know, they're going to do their thing. And I don't even know the exact scores and stuff, but I do know they ran down the field 7-0. Okay, we got something here. Odell's involved. Uh, and then the Bengals didn't do much, and then Stafford did his thing. Like, I can't remember. I think Stafford got the ball back, and then the Bengals got the ball back, still did nothing, and then Beckham ended up getting hurt. Tweaked his knee. Could be an ACL, if I had to guess. It could be something else but it was a non-football injury so it's looking I would say it's looking like an M or an ACL so it kind of did that and I can't remember what the score was but I know it was I know they were winning at halftime the Rams and Matthew Stafford had threw a pick, but it was more like a pick for um, what was that? I was trying to think. It was more of like a fourth down punt pick. You know, they they do that if you're if you're in position that you're not going to punt, just throw it up and see what happens. Or if you're not going to be able to kick a field goal, and you're going to probably be punting, throw it up to the end zone see what happens that that's all that pick was so the one pick was not a big deal um his second pick was a bad throw uh he got it he let it get away from him a little, little bit and it got tipped and it was intercepted but that was in the second half so the Bengals. so the Bengals scored a touchdown on a joe mixon pass and then they had some field goals in there. And so the Rams were looking good. I mean, I, I, I felt like the Rams, like it just felt like a Rams game when you first started watching it because how they were playing. 
but then the Bengals come out after a pretty cool halftime show. I mean, if you're if you're a kid like me, or not a kid like me, but if you were in that age, that time era when you know late two thousand or late nineties, early two thousand, Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem in particular, me. Uh, that's that's my favorite. That's my favorite rapper of all time, and like I. I I'm into rap and I don't listen to it nearly as much as I used to but like there's a lot of guys I like but I just Eminem's gotta be my favorite by far um I thought 50 Cent was a nice little appearance um really hadn't seen 50 Cent in a long time so I thought that was kind of like a, a nice little appearance by him uh but overall it was a decent show it was a cool show to see for the people, like I said, probably below 40, but, and nostalgia and all that stuff. Um, so it was all right. As far as performances go, I thought they were okay. Just so, like some of them were okay and then some of them were a little bit higher on the list, but Eminem, I, I thought killed it. So... And then we get to the second half. The Bengals get the ball go down and score. Could have been offense pass interference. Probably was an offense pass interference, but wasn't called. Grabbed the face mask, slung him on by, touchdown. We up. Or I think I think they're up at that point. If not, they they kick another I don't think they kick a field goal. I think it was 20 to 16 at that point. Or 20 to 13. I think maybe it was 20 to 13 at that point or something. I don't know the exact score. Anyway, it, you know, they go back and forth not scoring for a good little bit. Joe Burrow didn't play bad, took a hard hit. That defense was starting to get after him, though. And it wasn't really his fault. That defense was just all over him. Uh, he didn't have any time. Some of those routes, I was watching them run the routes. And some of those routes were not good routes, though. And it wasn't his fault, obviously, but, like, some of those routes were just not good routes. Like, they were too jumbled up in spaces on some of those routes. And that's one reason it led to sacks. Uh, he hurt his knee. Hopefully it's nothing major. You can definitely tell it was hurting there, so hopefully he'll be back. But he's a good quarterback. There's no doubt about that. We'll, we'll finish the game, but let's just get that out of the way. He's a good quarterback just because he couldn't lead his team to a win, which I don't think was necessarily his fault. I really believe it was play calling. I really, I think he was on the way to at least lead his team to a tie score because uh, McPherson's going to make that kick. If you get him in there, he's going to make that kick. He proved it. He was 14-14. He had the most in postseason history tied with it. So... He's going to make that kick, and I, I just I think the play calling at the end killed him. But before that play calling, they were just going back and forth. Defenses were making good stops, and then they had a final big drive. The Rams had a the LA Rams had a big final big drive. Pretty much ran a bunch of clock down. God, I mean, they still gave Joe Burr an opportunity, but they ran a bunch of clock down, had a ton of penalties, 
after being a pretty penalty-free game, there's a ton of penalties on the drive and a lot near the end zone, the red zone. And Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup came up big. He had a bunch of catches. I don't even know how many the number is. A bunch of catches and a big fourth down run. Like that was the biggest play of the game. Was that fourth down run? Because they don't get that, I, they they have a good chance that they're going to lose. That was a big fourth down run, and they can't, they couldn't run the ball all night, like with their running backs. So to trust Cooper Cup to run the ball, that was that was big. You trust the best player on your team, or at least on your offense. You trust the best player on your offense to go get you a few yards or ever having a yard. That was that was huge. So I mean, especially as much as the running game had sucked all night, that was that was pretty big. And they trusted him. He got it, and then he piled up with uh, he piled up with I think four or five catches or something just on that one drive, forty some yards, scored the winning touchdown. And definitely was MVP. I don't know. Nick Wright said it should be Aaron Donald. I don't know if he's seen Cooper Cup play or not and what Cooper Cup just had done. Uh, but if you thought that, then you were definitely mistaken. Because uh, Aaron Donald did play well. But I bet, uh, if you look at his stats, he didn't have that great a game. And Cooper Cup sealed that. And he had two touchdowns. So... I mean, Cooper Cup did his thing. and it, Cooper Cup, that's a great story. Like, Matthew Stafford got his first championship. That's a good story, too. Aaron Donald hit his first championship because Aaron Donald's, is, you know, one of the best. But the Cooper Cup story from being, like, a no-star recruit to a guy who is now... Like, he could have won the MVP this year, and I'm not sure people would have complained about it because he's that, he was that good. But he won Offensive Player of the Year. He won Offensive Player of the Year. Triple crown. All pro. I'm guessing the Pro Bowl. And Super Bowl MVP. Super Bowl champion. He had one of the best years you could ever have as a wide receiver. And hats off to him. He, him and Stafford really, that was their drive. That was pretty much his drive. Stafford just found him. And one of the sickest throws, Stafford hit him over the middle on a no-look pass. He was looking the guy off pretty much. the. He was looking at another receiver the whole time. And slung it across the middle. Cup came in the picture, and it was that was history. That was their big play. And... Congrats to the Rams. Great game. Pretty, I mean, that was an awesome Super Bowl. Close Super Bowl. I mean, really, the story was wrote, though. Like, stories could have been... They could have been written different ways. And the writing for this one was Matthew Stafford, first Super Bowl, L.A. Rams. Donald's now a Super Bowl champion with all his accolades. Cooper Cup with the big year. OBJ finally getting his like that's the writing on the wall Matthew Stafford his first one Sean McVay his first championship being like a one of the best coaches in the game 
about to get an extension. We almost got the story of Joe Burrow might be that dude. And I still think he's that dude. I think he's a good quarterback. They shouldn't have been there, really. Nobody thought it. They got there. But that story almost was wrote different. And But we got it. LA Rams Super Bowl. We're done with football for a little bit. We got we might talk a little bit of draft when it comes by, but obviously we're done. We're done with some football and for a while. For a while. But I do like the combine. I keep up with it. For me personally, I keep up with the combine. I keep up with the draft. And I'd say the Super Bowl was probably watched by quite a bit of people. It being in L.A., there was a ton of stars there, though, too. It was definitely a big event this year. Uh, one of the biggest. So, pretty good Super Bowl. Let's transition to this, too. Golf, though. I know... You know, I know everybody's talking about the Super Bowl, but golf was good this weekend. I watched, I watched a little bit of golf every single day. Played a little bit of golf at the end of the week last week, but I watched golf about every single day, and it was fun. Waste management is fun. That TPC Scottsdale, that last hole. I mean, those last, though the back nine. That is a fun course to watch. Like, I would, I would probably not be able to get the ball halfway there because I, I feel like it plays pretty long. But as far as just a fun course, like, it was definitely a pretty exciting and cool course. That's that's all I can say about it. Is I and I've watched it before. It's not like this is the first time, but it was fun to watch them play it and. That back nine, that'll get you, and it did. It snuck up on the kid, because Thigala led most of the, it felt like he led most of the tournament, or he was, like, in that conversation at the top, kind of going back and forth, and, you know, he was on a player's exemption, so he's not even actually in the tour right now, and Thigala played pretty well the whole day but then it just it just fell apart he it was on hole 17 you can go for the green because it is a par four but it's a short par four they can hit three wood and run it up on the green it's happened they do it all the time he got a bad kick left and the ball just rolled and rolled and rolled and went in the water not really a bad swing not really a bad swing not really a bad effort just it ended up not going well like it just ended up kicking the wrong way and then it just rolled out and so he ended up bogeying that one he was at 16 ended up bogeying that one still had a shot though still had a shot because you go to 18 and so you end up bogeying 17, you're at 15, goes to 18, hits it right, gets it in some thick stuff. Couldn't get it out of that thick stuff and ended up short. But he was a hell of a player. He, he, he stuck around the whole time. He was leading a lot of that. Didn't get his first win, but 
And I think it had big implications. I'm guessing if you win that, then you probably get on the tour for a while. Like, I don't know how that works because he was playing on exemption, but I feel like you win that, you're starting to, you know, be that dude or whatever. But, yeah, he, uh, I hate that for him, but I think he's got some bright, bright future ahead of him. And then... trying to think now lost a little train of thought there um so patrick cantley really the top of the leaderboard the whole weekend looked like patrick cantley was was playing really well um brooks kapka thagala before the weekend or shafle it was definitely those four. There might have been another guy thrown in there. Before the weekend, though, uh, it was... Before the weekend, Scheffler wasn't even in the conversation. And then, I don't know what day it was, but he just absolutely had a monster day and then he put in this conversation he was in the conversation on Sunday after that uh, after that big Saturday so he wasn't really in the conversation the whole time but then he kind of made it he was like yeah but I want to be part of this so he was part of that party too but yeah Scheffler got in the conversation and then he played extremely well and so then down the stretch, Brooks Kapka had a pretty good shot. Thagala, Cantley, Scheffler, and Shoffley, I think, were the five who really had a good shot. Justin Thomas ended up finishing high, but he didn't really put a score in that was uh, high enough to really be competing. But he was like, he was top five, I think, or at least top ten. But, uh, so yeah, those are the five guys competing. Katka, something happened. I don't know if he bogeyed. I can't remember which hole he gave away, but he gave away one hole that wasn't good. I don't know if it was 16 or if it was before 16 where he kind of fell apart. Uh, so Brooks Katka was kind of put himself out of contention. And then on one of the holes, like I said, the Gala, he was still in contention, but he really threw his round away about 17. So those two guys were kind of out of the conversation. And then Shoffley had some bad holes early, which really hurt his chances, but... Honestly, he had a chance all the way down to the end to like he had a chance all the way to the end to tie it. So last hole, which he had some mistakes obviously, but his last hole he he had a putt. 
pretty short putt and just missed it right. Like, it wasn't close, really. So, then, so he kind of threw that away. Then Cantley had a chance to win it in regulation on hole 18. Not too big of a, not too long of a putt. He was 16 under already. Shoffley would have made his. He would have been 16 under. Cantley was already 16 under for a few holes at this point. And he missed a putt. And then Sheff, Sheffley, Scheffler, Scheffler. Scheffler just kind of hung around the whole time. That's that's the honest truth. He birdied 17. I'm not sure if he birdied 16 or not. I can't remember if he birdied 16, but he birdied 17 for sure. And then that put him in position on 18 that to birdie it, he would be tied for the lead because he was in the last group. And Cantley was in the group ahead of him. So all he had to do was birdie. All he had to do, but he had to birdie 17 or 18. And gets up there, pipes one, fade off the lake or off the pond because I have a pond on your left side. Faded off the pond into the middle of the fairway. Can't remember how close he put it, but I do know he made his putt and they go to a playoff. So... And Tagala, like I said, he had a chance too, but he went wide right, got some in some really bad rough. The rough really, when he tried to hit out of it, somebody else was over there. Cantley was over there in the playoff. Same, like, he had the same issue. Basically, it was so rough, and he actually hit under the rough, I think, and under all that grass. And it ended up just popping it up, and it gets there short, and then you have to end up chipping it. And same thing happened to Thagala, and that's that's why he, he ended up losing. So, Scheffler made his putt. We're 16-16. We go to the first playoff. I didn't catch the first playoff. I think it was over because I left my mom's house. I think it was over by the time I got home, the first playoff. But they must have that tied. I don't know what they did. So I watched the second playoff. And the second playoff. I'm trying to think of what happened the second playoff. Both of them did not hit good shots. Yeah, I think both of them didn't hit great. They both didn't hit good shots off the tee. And. So, we got to a third playoff, whatever the case may be. We went to third playoff. The third playoff, I don't know where the drives ended up going, but I do know that I think Scheffler ended up not being in a good position, but, like, by the third, at the end of the third playoff, right there, by their third shot, they both had putts. I know this part happened, because I was trying to flip between this and the Super Bowl. Because uh, it was starting, and I don't know if it had started already. I think it had already started. So I was flipping around between this and the Super Bowl. So third playoff, they both get on the green. Regulation. Cantley actually has the advantage because it is a shorter putt. 
So Scheffler goes first, drains it. A big, I don't even know how long it was, but it was a pretty long putt, drains it. And he was pumped. Obviously, you would be pumped. He hasn't won on tour, and he's been, he's been in contention a number of times. Like, he's a very good golfer. That dude, that dude's good. He's going to be good for a while, I believe. And he's been in contention a few times and never won. So it's obviously big, though, for PGA Tour players to win. You get exemption. You know, you get all these kind of accolades or whatever. You know, you get exemption. You get all this. Obviously, you get paid good. And then you're exempt. You know, you get to be on the tour and you get to play. Every, you know, those kind of things. If you win, that's the deal, though. You get to be on the tour and then you get some of these other other things to go with your exemption so that that's pretty cool um maybe something to do with the majors i'm not 100 percent sure but you know that's a big deal for a young guy so he hits his long putt cantley comes up like i said his is his is shorter his is shorter but it must have had a little bit more movement because it moved off the line pretty quick and once it moved off that line we knew it was over because you could just see it drop Scheffler, Scotty Scheffler won it. And I bet on I bet on some stupid stuff this week. I bet on Shafle and I bet on the Rams. So didn't win, but didn't lose a tug because I won a few bets. <sighs> but with that said, I was happy for Scotty Scheffler. I, I like him. I think he's a good golfer. I really do. I I think he's an impressive golfer, and I'm just a fan of his. So I was pretty happy about that, and I'm glad he won. You know, Thigala would have been a good story. Scheffler's a good story. You know, it's all about stories sometimes. Cantley didn't need it, uh, but Cantley has... He's playing some of the best golf on tour right now, I would say. Like, him and John Rahm are obviously in the conversation, but he's definitely up there. And to beat him, for Scheffler to beat him, that that's pretty impressive. So, hats off to Scheffler. Overall, it was a good sports weekend. If you like golf, and obviously you know we were anticipating the Super Bowl, now we make our transition to basketball, like, season-wise. And master seasons coming up, March Madness, college basketball. Those are kind of the three things that you're kind of focused on at this point. Sports-wise, probably combine and then draft and all that. The Lakers did put up a fight the other night against the Warriors. I think they're going to be fine. They It doesn't look great right now. They really need to get a win going into All-Star break. But if not, they got to come out swinging because they, they play the toughest schedule. But they got to get 10. That's, you know, if you're a Lakers fan or a LeBron fan or anything, you're just hoping that at the very least they get a 10th seed. They play two playing games. They get to the playoffs. Like, that's that's your, you know, your best case scenario is they just got to, they just got to do the playoff, playing game. You know, they got to get in the playing play games and, then you just kind of see what happens from there. So that's best case scenario. 
for them, I would say at this point, is just getting a play-in game. Uh, but we'll see what happens with the Lakers. NBA as a whole, pretty solid season this year. Uh, All-Star break is coming up this weekend. And I think they have one or two games before. And then it's All-Star weekend. So that's their kind of like break point. And I don't know what's next. I think the Genesis Invitational for PGA. I know I know it's Tiger. I know it's the event Tiger got in the car wreck last year, I'm pretty sure. And so he'll be there. He said he's going to be there. It would be really cool. I know he's not probably as close as we, we want him to be. But it would be pretty cool if... If he gets to go, if he gets to play in the Masters, so I mean, I don't know if that'll happen, but I, I think he'll be back in golf. I think he'll be back playing some majors. I think he'll be playing some big time golf pretty soon. Maybe not pretty soon, but I think he gets back in it eventually. But yeah, I think that's the next one. I don't know if it's next week or if it's further out, but golf though. Even if it's not a lot, even if it's not a big tournament, they usually they usually have a tournament about every weekend um, until they're kind of off season, and then they only have a, like they have. I think they do play a few here and there in their off season, but they pretty much have it every weekend until they're off season. So. So golf will definitely be going, but I believe that's the next one is the same one that Tiger uh, had that car wreck last year. So be interesting to see him there. It's kind of scary, I guess. I don't know. That would have to be scary to go back there. Um, but maybe, maybe, maybe he knows what happened, and maybe he knows that he won't do that again. And like, maybe that's just kind of realization that you know, maybe he needs to get his life together or something. I don't know. You know, it's Tiger Woods. But it just seemed like that'd be difficult to go back there like that and have to, you know, kind of relive it, I guess, if you're going to be driving there and playing golf. But, yeah, I think I'm pretty excited, though, for the I, I like golf. I just like keeping up with it. I like watching it, seeing who's going to win. And so I think if you're a golf fan, every weekend can be a pretty exciting. There's obviously some courses better than others right now. I believe they played two of the best courses back-to-back, though. Pebble Beach and TBC Scottsdale, two two of the better courses, in my opinion. And so, yeah, that's, uh, I guess that's probably all for today. We talked sports, hit on all the stuff. Uh, I don't think I have anything else to necessarily go on about. Uh, March Madness, though, that'll be coming up. March Madness is always a classic, even if you're not a huge college basketball fan. I believe March Madness is, it's, it sets itself apart. March Madness is a whole different level. But this is Goat Channel. We out till next time.